0: Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and
1: business. Thanks for joining us.
0: Hey, everybody. Wendy Sellers here, the HR Lady, here with my co-host, JC, who's telling funny not so funny jokes behind the scenes <laughs> oh it's quite fine
1: aloha everybody welcome to the friday episode
0: <laughs> thank you thank you hey we're here with john barrico hey john and you still hanging in there
2: I am, you know, and he says aloha because I'm wearing an aloha shirt, right? Uh, you know.
0: <laughs> hey, sometimes we just have to trick ourselves into believing that the sun is out and there's, you know, you're not about to freeze all at where where everybody is. JC's in New York, you're in Pennsylvania, I'm in Florida, but it is cold today, so I'm going to take that as winter in Florida, and we're not going to talk about it because I don't want to hear that I'm a wimp, okay?
2: <laughs> but that's I all fair. Do.
0: Okay, good, good, good. I have I to tell you to
2: talk- the the Hawaiian shirts are are are, are a big deal and, and here's why, right? Because when you see somebody wearing bright colors like that, it usually makes you smile. It really does. I th- I've had so many ever since I've always worn a lot of color, like either a bright tie or or like jewel tone shirts and stuff. And I worked with scientists, engineers, and cops. Most of them wear <laughs> like, you know, white <laughs> shirts and gray suits and that kind of thing. <laughs> And, and so people have always noticed, you know, that I bring, a, provide a little bit of color, a little bit of light to the darkness. Right. And so when COVID happened and we all started working from home, I changed my attire because I mean, really people only see me from the t- you know, from the waist up and, and less than that. And I started wearing Hawaiian shirts nice. for all of my staff meeting. And now, and, and, and people would say, Hey, your shirts make me smile. Bingo. That's
0: awesome. Right. Yeah. We've created
2: awesome. now a culture in that work environment where people can feel free to wear some color to get out of their stodgy environment. And all of a sudden they now feel more comfortable about working there and wanting to come to work for a place where they encourage Hawaiian shirts.
1: <laughs> that's uh, a yeah. you don't mind me share real quick, Wendy. Right. I got something sure, here that's going to tie in. So I, I as part of the reason why on Fridays, I still carry on the whole Aloha thing. I was working with a television station and network out in Hawaii for a while there, getting them set up. And not only was it my first experience of what Aloha Friday really is, but the leader that was in charge of that organization was just freaking spot on. She was amazing. So every time a Friday comes around, I don that Hawaiian shirt or I get in that vibe and I spread the aloha. I spread that love. I spread that cheer. And it instantly reminds me of that amazing leader at that organization. Man, she never had a problem of attracting talent because she was rock solid. She People just wanted to be there in that presence. Yeah. And it truly was the embodiment of aloha at the same time.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. I love that you just here talking about the fact that she didn't have problems, uh, attracting top talent, you know, effective leadership is a magnet for top talent. Now there's a lot of moving parts, right? There's compensation, oh, there's benefits, yeah. there's a location. Are you remote? Are you in person? Are you hybrid? You know, there's, there's a lot. It, it's not easy to just say, boing, do this and this, and uh, people will flock to you. But in my experience, and I've been doing this for a very long time, um, uh, people are going to do uh, some basic research about the company if they didn't already know about them they get a job interview they're going to do some research if there's a negative article out there they're already going to be thinking twice if there's a million positive articles and reviews and all oh, my friends work there and they're all saying it's an amazing company then it's a you know winner winner chicken dinner right
2: john oh absolutely and the thing is you know it's it's all about understanding what how you're going to feel working there right i when i left the military i decided to stay in government i decided to stay in government because i felt that i did not want to get go out into the world and work for an organization strictly for the purpose of making the ceo richer i felt that for me for my intrinsic values, my internal values and what motivates me is I wanted to have a purpose. And so I felt that working in government, I can actually uh, have a purpose in life and to promote, um, you know, uh, uh, important information to people that might be life-saving or life-changing. That was for me. That's what worked for me. And so I look for those kinds of environments where I can do that and not be worried about, you know, trying to make sales. But at the same time, I only looked for those environments where I could fit. I felt like I could make a difference. And that's what people really want to do. They want to know that what they do matters. And when I looked at organizations, and I think other people do the same thing, they're not looking necessarily at how much money the company is making. Maybe there are, they want to make sure it's at least, you know, solid, right? It's going to, it's going to, it's solvent. It's going to survive, but, it, but they're looking at the culture and how people treat each other. And if you start looking at the stories that are published about about an organization or you look at their achievements, you'll notice if the things if the achievements are from individuals or from teams rather than the achievements of the CEO, you realize that what matters are the people. I
0: absolutely love that analogy. Listen, folks that are, are, are listening today start bragging about your employees' achievements. Now, some people are going to get embarrassed by it, so you may have to make a department base um, or just gloss by that really quickly, but we should be bragging about our people and what they've done, even when this is super important for startup companies or companies that are like, uh, or people, I should say, that are like in the quality control department or something like that, because those departments often shut things down and then they are left feeling, uh, okay, the team behind me and my team didn't succeed, but it's like, no, you shut it down for a reason because it wasn't safe for the consumer. So still still bragging about the fact that we did the work and we did the right thing of shutting something down and or we didn't shut something down and we need to brag about it and let everybody know this was an employee or set of employees that made the difference. It wasn't the CEO. CEO moved out of the way to make this happen.
2: Yep, and that's exactly it. You know, the CEO rarely... Makes a difference on the day to day work, but he makes a diff. He or she makes a difference on the culture of the organization and how people feel about working there and whether or not they want to continue to work there.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent is is so is so true. It is um it it blows my mind that people think. By people, I mean the higher ups think that, you know, shouting at people, stressing them out, pressing them for deadlines, not asking them about, you know, their sick child, you know, within reasons, you want to make sure you're not breaking any laws there, that that's going to motivate them. Oh, I'll give you more money. You'll be motivated by this. No, not really. I'll take your money. (laughs) And then I'm going to then I'm going to check out with it. Oh, I want to hear the story. No names, please. (laughs)
2: So, so real quick, I was doing a uh, communication training for a group of frontline supervisors in a a blue collar organization. And uh, so these are a bunch of carpenters and plumbers and, and uh, electricians and uh, mechanics and those guys who worked for a government agency. And so I'm sitting there and I'm talking about the importance of communication and how it keeps people motivated. And this guy is sitting there with his arms crossed, leaning back in his chair, just staring me down. And finally, he opens his mouth and he says, it's not my job to motivate my employees. We give them a paycheck for that. Uh, so I I looked at him and I said, you know, how? I said, how much? do you make an hour now if I'm not mistaken you are a master plumber you are also a master electrician and you're a triple threat you're also certified as a master carpenter is that not right he goes yes I said so how much do you make doing that work here and he told me it wasn't bad wage and I said now let me ask you this on the outside if you were not working for a government agency how much would you be making with those level of skills Oh, I could make 10 times as much. Okay, great. And how long have you been working here? 35 years. So you're working here 35 years and you could make much more money doing the same work outside. But you haven't yeah. left. So, so, why did you stay here 35 years? I like the people I'm working with, I like the organization, I like the environment. So, great. So, you're not motivated by your paycheck. Well, no. I said, then why are you assuming that other people are motivated by their paycheck? There's more than just a paycheck that keeps people, and that brings people into the organization in the first place.
0: I feel like I, we just won a boxing match, and I need to ring the bell or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 so 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 true. And the leader, whatever that leader is, I don't. I'm not a big fan of the word leader. Just because uh, everyone could be a leader. You don't need to be a manager. You don't need to be a business owner. You don't need to be an executive to be a leader. Everyone can be a leader. But there was a a survey. There's also a
2: lot of people in leadership positions that are not leaders.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) It drives me bonkers when I see org charts that say, oh, this is the leadership level. And I'm like, you don't get it. And one year out the other, you're not getting it all. There's actually a survey out by a quantum workplace, and it revealed that 82% of employees consider a strong leader, not a title, but a strong leader to be a key factor in their job satisfaction. And John, I know that you work on these topics every single day as a motivational uh, leadership coach, uh, team building, personal growth. You're a speaker, you're a trainer uh, with Share Your Fire. How can people reach you after today to get more information and to make sure that they're sharing their fire with their employees?
2: Hey, really easy. I am not hiding out there, okay? It is <laughs> <laughs> the best place to find me is is my website which is www.jonvereco.com. It's just my first name, last name.com. I'm also out there on pretty much uh, most of the social media channels. Look up John Verico. John Verico speaks on Facebook. Uh, Jay Verico on Twitter. Well, now it's what is it now? X?
0: Thumb uh, symbol. <laughs> whatever.
2: I will let's not even talk about leadership we'll not there, go there at all. <laughs>
0: Well, the, and the one other thing I wanted to say, I don't want to publish your your uh your cell phone number, but it is all over your website, and the last four digits are N E R D. Nerd. I was like, I have to talk to
2: this guy. <laughs> Two four zero two, five, seven, nerd. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Hey,
0: thank you so much for your time today. This has been great information. I'll make sure that your website's in the podcast uh, post as well. And you know, everybody else that's listening, if you're looking for a quick and enlightening way to start your day, consider checking out JC's daily podcast, Interesting Things with JC. I also have awesome. another podcast myself called The HR Lady. We hope this information has been helpful. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession.
1: We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment
2: Podcast.